I'm Anna. And I'm Zoe. Welcome to That Christian Podcast. Hello, happy Tuesday and welcome back to our latest episode of That Christian Podcast. Today you've actually just got me, Anna, because Zoe is sunning it up in Tenerife. It's actually like her, I'm pretty sure this is like her third honeymoon she just put on Instagram. Um, I'm obviously not jealous at all, but I think she was in Carlisle straight after the wedding and then they were meant to go to like Venice on their honeymoon and then their Venice holiday got cancelled. So last week they were like, let's just book Tenerife and it's 27 degrees. I keep getting photos of them just chilling by the poolside, relaxing, a cocktail in hand and absolutely living their best life. So yeah, meanwhile, I'm here in Aberdeen and it's been a bit drizzly, a bit cloudy, but honestly, it's do you know what? Love life here and I'm going to be grateful for what I've got, enjoy Aberdeen and all that it has to offer because actually there's a lot more culture in Aberdeen than I would say that there is in Tenerife. All Tenerife has is a volcano and some restaurants whereas we have like Balmoral Castle, we've got pyramids. Yeah, I'm going with that. I think that I'm on the winner here. But Zoe, I do hope you're having a nice time on holiday and I hope that you're listening to this by the pool tomorrow. But although Zoe's away and busy, I've also had quite a busy week and it's been it's been lovely busy. So obviously, as you'll know from last week's podcast, if you've listened to it, we've had like a bit of a crazy few weeks. Things, life really like, just as you'll have known, kind of <laughs> like just a lot of unexpected things happening across our family. However, on Friday, I had my latest gals event with my friend Lauren. So that was went so well. It was basically what we do is we have um, like, I think there was five or six different small, yeah, six small business stalls all set up. So we had like candles, a company called Our Lovely Goods who are amazing and do the most delicious candles. We had another candle company I hadn't come across before, but also really nice. A lot of kind of ones that smell like the Jo Malone candles, I would say. Then there was a eco-friendly cleaning company and I've got, I've actually got, it was called TaylorMade Refills and I've bought this like sachet that you just pour the granules into like a spray bottle and then dilute it with water and it's so much like better for the environment and chemical free for using when you're like cleaning your kitchen or bathroom or whatever so I'm so excited to try that out. I also bought apple and cinnamon honey. There was a honey stall um, and she had like loads and loads of different things with honey. So that's really interesting. I was like trying all these honey samples and she had like chocolate honey, raspberry honey, lemon and ginger honey, which absolutely blew my head off. But yeah, just a lot of honey stuff, but it was amazing. So I'll have to try that on my toast soon. And there was a business that has like aromatherapy oils, essential oils blends and there was a photographer that was there as well showing sort of, I think she does a lot of photography for people but also for brands so a really nice variety so that was really fun. So we had that in half the room then we also had three guest speakers so we had those tailor-made refills and she was speaking to us about like the eco-friendly products and um, how she started her business it was really just began as a kind of hobby or not just as a hobby but it kind of began because I think that she realised the chemicals that are in these cleaning products and with her kids around she didn't want them exposed to that something like that and basically just how a small business that she started in her kitchen grew into this massive 
like I think they've got two warehouses now that where they make their products. So she's done amazingly and won awards um, for like Scottish businesswomen. So it was great hearing her story. We also had someone else speak who was a wellness coach and she was speaking really about mental health and she was getting us to consider like sort of poor attitudes and sort of going in with like negative mindsets versus positive mindsets so that kind of thing along those lines but it was really helpful and good to hear and then the other guest speaker that we had was a financial advisor and again that was helpful because she was talking to the women there about like protecting your finances and how to like manage your money especially with the financial crisis and the cost of living going up so yeah, that was just such a fun event. We had 30 people. We also had afternoon tea for lunch. So I feel like I was like on such a high from that on Friday. And then I was straight, literally finished that, went back to see the dogs. And then I went to Manchester for the weekend to see a friend from the Christians and Media scheme that I'm on. So yeah, it's been really busy. Also, it was only like £50, maybe £55 return from like Aberdeen to Manchester and back again. So it was so reasonable and yeah I definitely recommend Manchester it was quite like I think that the probably the like night scene would be the biggest part and a lot of really cool pubs and bars that are quite yeah just very like very lively um but I was actually staying with a friend there and we were staying at her house which was so nice and so we were more in there we were more just in Manchester city centre for the day and basically our whole day just revolved around food we went to like out for lunch, went out for dinner, then he chilled, went for lots of coffees and then in the, on the Sunday we actually went into Liverpool and I experienced my first experience of Hillsong Church which was definitely good fun. It was completely different to like Seton Church where me and Zoe go. It was certainly an experience. I would say like very, like very loud music and dancey around but yeah, it was so fun to experience something completely different. I don't think it would be like a church for me. I think I prefer more laid back. Um, but yeah, do you know what? That's one thing as well. I think it's so interesting to experience different churches and see where different people, how different people worship God in such different ways. And I actually think it can be really helpful for our own faiths and our own walk with God to really work out like, okay, like this is how I'm used to worshipping God and um, hearing from the Bible but actually what can we learn from what other people do and um, it doesn't necessarily mean that different styles are all for you but yeah it's it's definitely worth just trying out if you're on holiday or if you're away for a weekend just going to different churches and experiencing how other brothers and sisters around the world are worshipping God. So yeah that's what I've been up to this weekend. It's been really nice and now I'm ready for a week of hard work because I've got so much to do I've got meetings but it's all good and it's all exciting so yeah amazing but one thing that I've been thinking a lot about today and over the last week I suppose is the topic of integrity so with the passing of the Queen I was watching her funeral like I'm sure many of other of you were today and um, yeah it was definitely the procession was one of the most grand, certainly the most grand funeral we'll probably ever see. It was quite something. But one way that I've heard a lot of people speak about the Queen recently is that she served with integrity and that she was a woman of integrity. And that, and I think that, I do think that her 
Christian faith was really reflected in her actions and how she did serve the country. But it did really get me thinking about the word integrity and what does that actually mean and why why is it important that we are people with that live with integrity? So I looked up the definition. So integrity means the quality the first definition is the quality of being honest and having strong moral principles. And the second definition it said for integrity is the state of being whole and undivided. And one thing I found when I looked up sort of integrity in the Bible, there's a clear theme throughout the whole of the Gospels is that Jesus lived with integrity. So to live with integrity is to follow Jesus Christ is what something said. And I think integrity is a funny one because it's like, it's almost a word that we say, but sometimes I just think we don't always know what it actually means in practice. So like, it kind of encompasses that like sense of honesty and being genuine but then it's like almost on a deeper level I think and to me it feels like it's it's like it feels like it's a characteristic of the heart rather than just like it feels that really deeper level it almost feels to me like comparing like happiness and joy like happiness is a nice emotion whereas joy is a really deep a deep sense that is within your heart and I think that integrity is kind of comparable with that that's how it feels to me anyway and I just, I, as I've thought about it, I've really thought I want to be a person that does live with integrity and I want to be someone that has wisdom when it comes to making decisions in my life and f- facing them or approaching them with that like real genuineness and that real meaningfulness from the heart. And when I was looking into integrity and thinking about it, one thing I found that was really helpful to say, like, a sort of, te- not a test for are you living with integrity, but a sort of, almost something to think about. And it said, what would you do if you knew that nobody would ever find out the situation? If you knew you would never be caught, what would you do? So say I was in a shop and, in fact, do you know what? I'm going to give a real life example of where I know I wasn't living with integrity. So there was an Indian takeaway in Ellen, which is a town near us. And this Indian takeaway, it was really expensive actually. It was 50 quid for just me and Matthew, which was quite expensive. And actually I did phone up. So they like gave us the delivery. We had the cash ready to give the delivery driver, but then the guy was like, oh, don't worry. They'll phone you up and get the payment off you. So I was like, okay, that's fine. The Indian takeaway never actually phoned us up and there was like a guilt in me or I think I'd maybe like did I maybe like phone up the next day and was like didn't get an answer but then I just kind of left it I was like oh well if they're not like if they're not actually going to any effort to get the money off me then I kind of won't bother and then I just forgot about it all well I think there was like a slight get I was like "Mm, I've still not paid for that Indian takeaway I realize this is very surface level but I think it's a good example um and I had this like guilt, like, mm, I should probably pay for that Indian takeaway. I should probably phone them up and say, because £50 is quite a lot for a small business. Like, yeah, the Indian was two hours late. And yeah, it was like very overpriced, I thought. But at the end of the day, it's still a business. And I've kind of, I felt like I'd stolen from them away, in a way. And 
then lo and behold this Indian takeaway actually shut down which was a shame but I, I think probably I imagine that their finances must have been all over the place if they like were missing if they, they must have been missing so many people if it happened to us I'm sure there were other people that like ended up getting meals that weren't paid for but myself I kind of still felt like I knew that I should have actually got in contact with them and made sure that I paid that because that was fair but I was never caught but like it was never there was no consequences for it there I wasn't caught for this at all and I think like that really kind of got me thinking like that's a, a very very surface level example but still important and still matters but like that was a time where I wasn't getting chased up I there was no consequences for me not paying for the Indian takeaway so I didn't pay but actually if I was living with integrity I would have made sure that I was following through that and making sure that my payment was taken and I think it yeah it's a funny one because with that it's Part of me is like, but the food wasn't actually, like it was overpriced and like it wasn't really valued at £50 and the delivery came really late and that Indian takeaway was always late, but the food was really nice at the same time. And part of me is like, but they never actually asked me for the payment. So like, it's not my fault. But then on the other hand, like thinking, I still feel like that's dishonest in a way. And I do think that that principle can be applied to a lot of our decisions like just thinking about are there like if I'm not caught for this and if there's no consequences am I going to do something that I know probably isn't quite right or isn't quite honest and yeah I think and I just know that I I feel like I look at who I am and I'm not saying I'm a bad person I think I am a good person I think I'm on the whole like I think I'm nice to people I'm kind to people but then it's very hard sometimes to think about like behind closed doors, like in that situation where things feel like there's not really going to be an impact whether you do something honest or not. Like how often would I actually, how often am I going to act on that and how often am I going to do something that puts me, puts me at a loss almost. And it's just that like think, I, I guess it's like thinking selfishly and we are selfish beings. Like to us, the world revolves around us. Whereas actually, I'm not saying that I caused that business to collapse, but actually if everyone had paid their money for that delivery and those Indian takeaways, then that business might have still been thriving and doing well. And I just think actually sometimes our selfish decisions and our <laughs> Matthew and Zoe, like they'll laugh at me and say that, me, 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 me. Um, but our me, 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 can actually have like an impact on other people where we don't see it. I hope that kind of makes sense and that's just a bit of rambling to kind of explain my thoughts on integrity but I know very clearly that since thinking about it I want to become someone that people say oh she lived with integrity I think that would be such an amazing compliment when I die for people to look at my life and say well do you know what not like not that oh Anna had a really successful business or Anna had a really like fun life and did lots of fun things I would love people to actually look back and say like do you know what Anna was full of, Anna was someone that was full of love and she had integrity and she had wisdom when it came to decisions. But all that being said, I think we're very fortunate that we don't need to do this by ourselves. I do think that we've got like, 
Integrity is a character of Jesus and of God and it was so fundamental to the life that Jesus lived. Everything he did was with integrity. Even when after he was baptised he went into the desert for 40 days and he was tempted. Even with that he knew that no one else was about to see him so he went into the desert and he was tempted by the devil to do various things and nobody else would have actually seen, no other humans would have actually been about to see that but Jesus still stuck to his truths and stuck to his beliefs and his knowledge of God the Father and obviously God knew what was going on but it would have been so easy for him to kind of make wrong decisions in that setting for he's hungry and thirsty and tired and actually even within that he still stuck to what he knew to be right and true and faithful and then that was shown across his whole life whether it's speaking to different people and for example like I'm just thinking what comes to mind is the woman at the well who I think she had like five husbands and Jesus treated her with so much respect when other people wouldn't have and just throughout all the conversations he had all his acts that he did he lived with such faith and integrity and honesty and a genuine heart and it's such an amazing example but because of that what I think is so great is that we can ask God for more integrity and pray that we can be people that live with integrity and that's definitely something that I'm going to start praying for. I actually think, as I think about it, I don't think I've ever ever prayed that I live with integrity. I'm sure I've prayed for joy, I'm sure I've prayed for love, I'm sure I've prayed for peace and I think to an extent like I've prayed for wisdom in situations but integrity and I guess like there's a lot of overlap with wisdom and integrity a lot of the time they will go hand in hand but I've never specifically asked God for integrity and I think that's something that we should actually be doing because that will make such an impact to how we live our lives and how we treat others how we make decisions and I think it will really help us develop and build our character so I was looking up I did the classic. I feel like means we do this every week. This is a little behind the scenes taster to our podcast. But we always Google like Bible verse for whatever topic we're speaking on. So today I was Googling Bible verse for integrity. But up comes this, which I think is a really good verse. Um, Better is a poor man who walks in his integrity than a rich man who is crooked in his ways. Proverbs 28.6. And that's I think something that really challenges me and is actually really helpful for me because I think naturally like being completely honest I'm probably someone who is quite driven by money and in some ways I probably value my success in terms of how how my business is doing how my clients are how many clients I have I can get it's so so easy to get caught up in that and I think as a business owner actually you have you've got to, it's, it's getting that balance between like, you've actually got to get your finances right and you've got to have enough to live on and make an income on and your performance, so much of your performance is wrapped up in the measurement of money and like your success. At the end of the day, in the business world, you're seen as doing successful if you're making millions of pounds in your business and it's something that a lot of business owners will take pride in is oh, I've had such a good year this year financially. But I think often, I don't think I've ever heard of, again, like you never hear of people talking about, okay, my business was really successful this year. We 
performed the same in terms of finances. However, do you know, my team worked with a lot more integrity this year and I'm so proud of them. And it's funny, that's not, it's just not something that you would ever hear in the business world. But this is where the Bible just completely flips that up on its head and it says, better is a poor man who walks in his integrity than a rich man who's crooked in his ways. And it's so like, although it's so hard sometimes in our little lives to think that way, it's, it is so true. And actually, I think when we leave so much, so many of us want to, do want to be recognised as people that lived with integrity rather than people who lived a really lavish, rich life. Um, so that's just my kind of thoughts on the topic of integrity. I'd love to hear your opinions on the matter, if it's something that you have thought about a lot before, if it's something that you think that you that it challenges you as well. It's, it's certainly an interesting one and I hope that it has provided you with a bit of food for thought today. And yeah, it certainly has challenged me. And even just as I'm like verbalising these things, I think my mind starts going more and more about actually like, this is a really, really deep topic and there's so much more to it. And I really hope, yeah, I do hope that some of you will find it helpful to be thinking of these things, but please do get in touch and let me know your thoughts. And thank you so much for listening to another episode of That Christian Podcast. Although it's just been me this episode, I hope it's been all right for you. And please do follow us on Instagram. Our username is at That Christian Podcast. And we also have a Buy Me A Coffee link, which is in the description, that supports our running costs and things like microphones, the podcast hosting. So we're so appreciative to the people who do support us in that way. So thank you so much again and have a lovely week and we'll see you again soon.